Hey everyone, welcome back to the Period Chats podcast. I'm pumped because we have a routine episode today for you guys. So I know you love when we talk about routines because it's easy to listen to other people's routines and then pick and choose what might work for you. So today we have Lily with us. She's a holistic health coach, host of the 8020 podcast. And I want to hand it over to you, Lily, so you can introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you. You know, how'd you get into holistic health and how'd you decide to start a podcast? Thanks, Kate, for having me. I'm super pumped to be here today. We just recorded like the best episode on my podcast. So you guys should definitely go listen. Um, like Kate said, I'm host, I host a podcast. It's called 8020. Um, I started that about three years ago when I was in the middle of my holistic health coaching certification. I just really wanted a place to share all the things that I was learning. Like we talked about on my podcast episode with you, Kate, there are so many things that are in the realm of holistic health that we just don't learn in health class or, you know, even in our degree programs. And I think that, you know, just sharing, you know, the knowledge and and helping other people's, you know, just definitely one of my, one of my callings in life. Um, outside of work, um, I live in Annapolis and I love to do yoga and I love to like listen to music. This is going to sound so cheesy and like read books and like go for long walks and like sit on the beach. But um, yeah, I'm really, I've really been into slow living lately. So that'll kind of like trickle into my morning routine as well. I've been seeing a lot of like slow girl summer and I'm, I identify like very strongly with that because I, as a recovering like hustle culture person, I'm just trying so hard to just slow down. Literally me too. I, I'm calling the season of my podcast, like the whole summer season, Healing Girl Summer. And that is kind of rooted in my desire to just slow down. And you kind of touched on this in your episode with me, but when you were really in the middle of hustle culture, like your symptoms of um, just like imbalance, you, you just kind of know in your gut, like everything about this is wrong. And then it starts to show physically in your body. You know, I looked at pictures of myself from last July and I had horrible acne up and down my jawline. I just felt so puffy all the time. I was fatigued. I was tired. I was having the worst panic attacks of my life. Like the list goes on and on and on. And so much of it contribute to hustle culture. And because my routine was so imbalanced. Yeah. I mean, I completely relate to that. Like we've been fundraising for Funk It. Everyone who listens already knows all about Funk It, but It literally my, I didn't know I had Hashimoto's, but I think the stress of that pushed me so far into it. I was the same, like puffy, my joints were hurting. Like I looked at a photo of myself from three months ago and just like the inflammation, you could just physically see it. And um, I forget who said this before on the podcast, but your body tries to speak to you softly until you ignore it for so long that it starts yelling at you. Yeah. I had a friend tell me one time, if you don't pick a day to rest, your body will pick it for you. And I kind of live by that. And it's not just a day. Like if you don't pick time to rest period, your body will put you down and out. It will. And and really our bodies know best. And I think that's why these routine episodes are so exciting for me because my routine has become my sacred time in the morning. And it's changed everything. Like, obviously, like I started my thyroid medication and like made some diet changes, but I swear just the hour I give to myself now is life-changing. So I want to hear, take us through, like, do you have a morning, afternoon, and night routine? Is there one that like sticks out to you that's just like really more important to you? Yeah. So my morning routine is most important. I'm working on the night routine thing, but- It's It's so hard, hard, especially in the summertime. And, 
you know, I'm definitely in a season of life where I'm putting my friends first and obviously like, you know, always put myself first, but like my friends are so important to me. And so it's one of the seasons where it's like, Hey, you know, it's like 8 PM. Do you want to come get ice cream? And then all of a sudden ice cream turns into like going to a friend's house and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, night routine tricky for me. We're getting there. Um, morning routine is definitely the most important for me. I totally agree. And I think that it's funny. I think we're in very similar phases right now because I'm in the same where like, I feel like for a long time I worked way too much and kind of neglected my amazing friends. And so it's the same thing. And that's so good for your soul. Just like so good. Those ice cream runs, those unexpected late nights, like, yes, your sleep's important. Yes. You know, you need these things, but I think that that nourishment from your friends is like invaluable. Absolutely. I think too, like when I start to feel sad or, you know, just down and out or like, you know, in my bag, like call it what you want. I look at my calendar and I'm like, oh, well, the reason I'm feeling so sad is because I haven't done a single thing with any of my friends this week. And obviously, you know, there could be other reasons too. We could do food, hormones, whatever, but a major contribution to my mood is spending time with people that lift me up, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting from last summer, one of our most popular episodes was how to have fun on your wellness journey. And Mm. I think if you take out all the fun, it's like you can do all the things in the world, but if you're not having fun, it really isn't going to be a full, you're not going to feel amazing. Yeah. You're just going to feel like you're checking boxes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. Okay. So for your morning routine, since it's your favorite, How did you create a routine that wasn't just checking boxes? That wasn't just, oh, I heard these things were good for me, so I'm just going to do them even if I don't really like them. Yeah. So I think it's kind of important to like take you guys back to me like a year ago. Um, I said I was looking at pictures from last July and I just had like acne up and down my jaw. It was just like everything about my life was so unaligned and one major problem was my morning routine. I was buying into the hustle culture. I was buying into, um, you know, and we talked about this a little on my episode, but those podcasts where guys would sit in front of the mic and be like, you have to get up at 4am. And like, I, I love the ones that are making fun of the the podcasts that are like, well, I was up by two and I already took an ice bath and did a foam roller and all this stuff. And they're just like making fun of the guys, but that's kind of what it feels like. They're adding all of these things into the morning routine. It's like hit the ice bath, hit the sauna, hit the infrared sauna, hit the ice bath again, and then go for a five mile run. And then you also know, like, go- that's so expensive. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and then they have all these things in their houses. And so I'm like, I'm taking advice from, first of all, like men who are like super hardcore men and they're so not in line with like what I need in my life. Not saying that, you know, going and doing all this hard shit is a bad thing but because that works for them, but that doesn't work for a little old me over here. Like just trying to like get through her nine to five and like, you know, have fun in her life and like hang out with her friends. And so I was kind of following this path of like, wake up at 5 a.m., hit the gym, down a protein shake, go to work. And it was just this cycle of like, yeah, I would fit in like my journaling and I would fit in my little book and stuff. But it, I was just really unhappy because it was so hustle and go, go, go. And I have an episode. It's actually one of my most popular episodes. And it's like my five to nine morning routine before my nine to five. And I don't think at the time I really realized the importance of slow living And I was really just interested in the hustle. So if you go back and you look through my podcast and you see all those routines, just know like that's what worked in that phase of my life or maybe didn't work. Um, But 
because of the burnout that happened during that routine, it kind of led me to what I do now, um, which I guess we'll kind of kind of get into. I think that's such a good point too, because like as we're putting content out, as we're learning, as we're evolving, like what works for you a year ago isn't going to work for you today. Yeah. And I'm so guilty of that. Like, oh, I have this routine. It's working right now. I'm going to do it for the rest of my life because I, I like things to kind of go the same. And so I think that's a great call out of like, what you do now might not have worked a year ago and it might not work a year from now. Absolutely. Or even like seasonally too, you know, what works for you in the summertime isn't going to work for you, you know, in December, January, dark of winter. Um, so I think it's just really important, like recognizing, checking in with yourself. Okay. What do I need in this season of my life? What's going to work for me now? Maybe even just this week, you know, if I'm on my period, maybe I don't go for like a four mile run, you know, like maybe I just need to do like light yoga or go for a walk. So just kind of checking in with yourself and like, what do I need in this season? What do I need today? I think it's really important. Yeah. I think that cyclical, everyone who's listening, we know that it has to change cyclically too. Okay. So take me through when you were kind of cultivating your, you know, slow healing summer routine, we'll just stick with what you're doing right now. Um, what, how did you even get started with that? Cause I think that's like starting to craft a routine always intimidates me. Like yeah. it's so much easier just to like have your alarm go blaring and like jump into your day. So like what's step one of kind of identifying the first thing in your routine? I think for me, it's just kind of recognizing what I like to do. Um, you know, what parts of my routine bring me happiness. And I would say that's journaling, um, reading some sort of spiritual book. So whether it's like a morning devotion or there's a book called Journey to the Heart that I really like. Um, lately, I've been listening to a podcast called The Bible Recap. That's been really helpful for me. So just kind of doing, you know, whatever, doing more of, of things that make me feel good. Um, so that's definitely a core piece of my morning routine is kind of just that, you know, that connection. Um, I also think some sort of movement is really helpful. So whether it's light stretching or going for a walk or this morning, like I, I track my cycle. I know that I'm about to ovulate. I'm like, I have a ton of energy. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go for a run. So just doing things that are in tune with my body that day are really important. Um, what are some other core things? Oh, also like drinking water. I think is huge for me and like staying off my phone, like even the little like micro tasks that you forget about are super, super important. Um, building off staying off your phone. So I listened to a podcast recently. I need to try to find it and like link it. They were talking about how I think it's the first 30 to 60 minutes you're awake, the content you consume and the different types of light that you see are going to impact your entire day and like your dopamine reward system. So if you're immediately getting on social media in the first 30 minutes to an hour, your brain like craves that throughout the entire day. I did that for one week. I didn't use my phone for the first hour. Um, my screen time went down 85%. 85%. 80. And that, and I still got all my work done, like for Funk It. It went down 85%. Wow. And I was, it's crazy. So that's like a, that's a real thing about like being so conscious of the content you're consuming and then like, you know, journaling and doing these things that aren't on a screen right when you wake up. I mean, I was mind blown when it, I just did it as like an experiment. And it was like, your screen down with time was down 85% this week. Wow. So do you think that's because you're like training your brain to not like grab your phone first kind of thing? I think so. And like, honestly, social media wasn't as entertaining to me, which I thought was interesting because it was saying like, there's different like brain waves. 
And like being on your screen first thing in the morning puts you into one brainwave and going and being outside first thing in the morning puts you into a different one. Um, not the most educated sentence I've No, but said, still but like that, that like checks out. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, it's interesting. So I think that there's a lot of merit to like those connection activities that aren't on a screen. Yeah, I totally agree. The days where I grab my phone first, maybe like I just want to stay in my bed a little bit longer or like I want to kind of prolong like getting out of, it's really just procrastinating, like leaving my nice warm, cozy bed. That's what that is. But the days that I do it, I find myself like sitting on the couch and scrolling and just kind of like more wasting time or using my phone as um, like a pacifier to some degree. And the days that I don't wake up and scroll are the best days of my life. Yeah. It, it, has changed my life. And like, I give in, like, it's been like a couple of weeks and I've been doing it. And I give in some mornings and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just going to do it. And then, yeah. you know, you just know. Okay. So you wake up, your feet hit the floor, you get up, you like find a time to connect, to journal, to connect spiritually. What comes next? So next part of my morning routine. So I guess I'll kind of just like really paint the picture for you guys. Yeah, Give us the um, whole picture. I want to see it all. Like whole, like the nitty gritty. Um, I also post Uh, bits and pieces of my morning routine on Instagram. I usually like to snap a picture, like if I'm just, you know, doing it and then post later, that's kind of my like out of like getting on social right away. Um, So feet hit the floor. I mean, I like go to the bathroom, like brush my teeth, all that kind of stuff. A really important part of my morning routine. And not a lot of people talk about this because it's gross. um, A tongue scraper. Do you, do you use a tongue scraper? Okay. I'm like so close to buying one because I've been seeing it everywhere. Okay. And you need to get one. Okay. Tell, can you tell us about tongue scraping? Yeah. So it's this little, like, it looks like uh, a, like a, like a plier, not pliers. It looks like a tool. It is. Yeah. A tool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, think like a U shape. Um, and then you basically just hold it and you just scrape like all the gunk off of your tongue. It sounds so gross, but it's one of those things where you don't realize how, much your life has changed for the better because of it, like until you don't have it. So like, for example, if I were to like go to a friend's house for a sleepover, like the tongue scraper is coming with me. If it doesn't, I'm like grossed out. Um, and one time I did it in front of a friend and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, this is disgusting, but like, trust me, you're going to really appreciate like the tongue scraper. Like, and then I, I convinced them to buy one and um completely changed their life anyway um, wait are you the girl in the friend group that is doing all of these weird things and then your yeah. friends because I think everyone who listens to our podcast I think we're all of that girl in our friend group that does all the weird stuff and then our friends do it and they're like oh wait this is actually kind of cool literally they're like oh wait she was right and I'm like yeah like say you're camping and you can't brush your teeth like scrape your tongue you're gonna feel so much better exactly and I think I mean obviously brushing your teeth is super important but the tongue scraper is is the game changer for me so all going to buy one you Amazon Prime like or even they sell them at Whole Foods too you probably have to like it's cost an arm and a leg at Whole Foods so like (laughs) Amazon Prime is fun like it's game changer. So most of the time I'll, I'll scrape my tongue. Cause that's like how you make your breath small better is like the tongue, not necessarily like the mouth. I mean, they're all, they're all, they're all intertwined. Anyway, um, scrape the tongue. I hold off on brushing my teeth until after I drink my coffee. Um, cause apparently like it helps with be- making your teeth whiter. I'm, I don't know if there's, there's no science to back this up here. I'm totally making shit up probably. Um, sometimes you just got to go with the vibe. Yeah. It, like a friend told me to do that once. It sounds good. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, 
So then like put my contacts in, um, head to the kitchen. I usually like to do two chores first thing in the morning. And I, uh, I watched the speech. I haven't read the book, but, um, and I forget his name, but he's a retired Navy SEAL and it's called make your bed. And he gave the speech and he basically said, you know, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed because you've accomplished one small task, it will kind of domino effect into the rest of your life. And having like a small sense of accomplishment in the morning, even if it's something as small as making your bed, I think is really important. So I will scrape my tongue, come out into the kitchen, I'll start my Nespresso machine and I'll empty the dishwasher. And typically I'm, I live with my sister, she's my roommate and I'm like the keeper of the kitchen. Basically we both have kind of fallen into like our, our roommate roles and the kitchen's kind of my territory. So I always load the dishwasher before bed started. And then I empty it first thing in the morning and I don't know why, but I really enjoy it. It's so bizarre that I like, so to there's some research on this. So there's okay. some research and it, it has to do with ADHD, but if you like do a task like that, like right in the morning, your brain, it's similar to that phone trick of like, your brain is now in this like productive wavelength and it like kind of craves that satisfaction. So there is actually peer-reviewed research behind that being an amazing morning routine addition. Okay. That's so cool. That like makes me, makes me feel good that that's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not making stuff up. Um, so I'll empty the dishwasher and then I typically just like do that to let my sheets breathe and my bed is, or my bedroom's just right off the kitchen. So it's like not a big deal, um, that I like, you know, don't make my bed for like the first two seconds of my morning. Um, I don't know why I like to let my sheets breathe. It just, I do the same thing. I don't know why either. I feel like it needs to air out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on, but like, All let the it air sweatiness. out. <laughs> yeah. Like let it air out. Um, and then I make my bed and then I have my cup of coffee and, um, that's typically when I put my headphones on and I'll listen to the Bible recap podcast. It's like eight to 10 minutes. It's really nice to listen to in the morning if that's something that you're into. Um, and then I make my bed and that only takes like 30 seconds. So by that time I grab, I call it like my stack and it's my notebook, my Bible and a book called journey to the heart. Um, and then I just grab that. I grab my favorite pen and I head out to my balcony. I'm really, really lucky and blessed that I live in such a cool spot. I'm right on the water. I don't know how I lucked out with this condo, but I really did. I have this little like bistro table on my balcony. So I just throw a pillow down on the chair and sit there and I do like my journaling sessions, kind of like my connection time, my spiritual time. Um, I'm really, really into making a gratitude list. And yeah, love, love, love a gratitude list. Even if it's just like one through five, just toss on a couple of things that you're grateful for. Um, I, I just find it so helpful, you know? I do that too. It's like before I open my eyes, I do like four things that I'm grateful for. And it really has helped me a lot too. Just to, I'm really bad at focusing on the negative instead of the positive. And I think those gratitude lists just help make that mental shift a little bit. Yeah, I, I had a friend the other day tell me, Lily, you could, you, you find the best in every situation. Like you can make a car accident look exciting because like you get a new car or something like, you know, you would find the the good in every situation. And I used to not be that way in the slightest. And the gratitude list, I think is a major, major component of that. Yes, I completely agree. Okay. And sitting outside too, like, so you get that like a natural light, it helps you wake up. I think that that's just 
in Texas, I have to get up really early right now to be able to do that. But in Annapolis, it's probably beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, it's still kind of like that sticky heat though. So I try to get up by like seven um, and just kind of start my day and um, you know, that way I kind of avoid like the sticky, like nasty heat. I'm sure in Texas though, it's like really, really hot. Yeah. It was like 90 at like 7 a.m. this morning and I took my dog on the walk. Yeah. That's a, a little too toasty. Um, here it's not that bad yet. Like July and August are typically It'll get hot the really though. sticky yeah. months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's not too bad, <laughs> you know, um, I just enjoy kind of sitting outside, looking at the water. Um, I typically sit out there for, you know, 30 minutes or so. Um, and then I typically will sit there once I'm finished kind of with my journaling and stuff. Um, that's when I hop on my phone and this is what I just kind of call like my like connection time or whatever. I I don't know. I don't really have a name for it. Connection sounds good. This is when I like check my email, check my Google calendar for the day. If I, this is like a critical step for me because I'm, uh, I forget that I schedule things often and maybe that's just because I have a lot. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I have like a lot going on. Um, so this is when I'm like, okay, you know, at 11, I have this meeting and at four 30, I need to make sure that I hop on this call. And that's just kind of more like holding myself accountable. Um, after I kind of know like the mission of the day, the layout, what's going on, um, I'll respond to any texts that maybe came through, uh, you know, before I went to bed or, um, if I have any emails that need like an urgent response, I'll typically do those. Um, and then I like to move my body. So whether this is a workout video or maybe I'm going to yoga, um, or going for a run. I recently, I'm, I'm saying this now just because it'll hold me accountable, but I decided, and I'm going to sign up later, decided that I'm going to run a half marathon in October. Yeah. So I'm pretty pumped about that. So I, um, have, you know, gotten really back into running over the past month and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do the half marathon that I've, you know, had in my head that I want to do. So I'm going to sign up later today. And, you know, so training for that has kind of become a part of my morning routine. Um, and then yoga too, I'm super into, um, so I'll either go to a class or sometimes I'll just roll out the mat in my house or on my balcony and do a little yoga flow. Um, I'm really into, um, Pilates as well right now. So I love Sammy Clark's videos, Melissa Wood Health, um, and my friend Callie, she has a studio called Sweaty Studio. Callie's been on our podcast too. And so I think that's actually how I found you. And so okay, cool. I was going to ask, like, so obviously you probably do Callie's Pilates and then do you have any other, cause I feel like I love to do home workout videos, but sometimes I can't find good ones. Is there any like go-to or do you have an app or like, do you have any, what do you do? You I kind of just do. So I, I need to like stick to one. I feel like, because I've, I think that, you know, consistency is good, but I really don't have like one that I'm subscribed to. Um, I'll do Sammy Clark's videos sometimes, Melissa Wood Health, um, or sometimes I'll just like look up on YouTube, like, you know, 15 minute Pilates. I feel like for me, I really can't spend more than like 15 to 20 minutes doing it myself or else I get really bored. Um, so I typically stick to like the shorter ones and then I just go for a run after. There's another good app. Um, I don't do it all the time. They just sent me a notification. That's why I made me think of it called like the 28 wellness app. They have like some short videos that are like 10, 15 minutes. I'm the same way at home. If it's longer than 10 to 15 minutes, like especially in the morning, like I'm not doing it. Well, and then I just start thinking of like, cause I just looked at my calendar and I'm like, okay, I have all these things that I need to do later. So I start to get into like, okay, I have 15 minutes. I can do this. 
Um, sometimes I save my workout for the end of the day though. Sometimes I'll just like go for a walk or if I'm really feeling like in the mood to, to just, I'm, I'm really lucky that I do work for myself. So I have flexibility in the morning. I like to start working by nine though. Um, and so if I'm, if it's, you know, seven 30 or eight and I'm like, you know what, I should work on this writing project that I'm doing. And I sit down, I start writing. And then all of a sudden it's like noon and I'm like, okay, well, that's good. I got like a big chunk of my, I'm most productive in the morning. So I got a big chunk of work done, you know, right now. Um, and then maybe it's too hot to work out at noon, you know, when my morning routine quote unquote is ended, even though I've worked in it. Um, I just, you know, shift my workout to the end of the day. So having a little bit of flexibility in your morning routine, I think is really important as well. I also like that you just said like how it ends around noon. Like I feel like a morning routine doesn't have to be like, you know, I can be really rigid with things. And that's something I'm working on. Like as I get into more of like this healing era is like your morning routine can just end up being like your really nice, beautiful day. Like it can just be the start of you having a really good day. Yeah. And, and what's crazy for me, like, you know, and I I only mentioned like noon, for example, like, um, I'm working on a writing project right now and I can talk more about that later. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, so it is work for me. Um, it's work, but it's also been like a therapy session every time I, I open up my, my Google drive. And so that has kind of become a piece of my morning routine without me even realizing it. Um, and so the fact that I'm, you know, lucky enough to have my work kind of weaved into my morning routine is really, really cool. Um, but for those reasons, it doesn't have to just stop and be like, okay, well, you know, hard stop at eight 30 because I need to go change and, you know, head to the office and all this stuff. Like I kind of have fluidity in my morning routine. So that's been really helpful. Yeah. Do you have any tips? Cause like a lot of people, you know, they are going into the office, they are like getting in a car driving, like do you have any tips for kind of just how to continue the morning routine if you do have a more like rigid nine to five? Yeah. So um, when I was working my nine to five job, something that was really, really important for me was making sure I'm I'm buying myself enough time first thing in the morning and not packing in too much because you could be like, okay, well, I'm going to get up at five and I'm going to do, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, and G, but you don't really have time to do all those things. And then that's when we get into like the hitting the ice bath and the sauna and the protein shake. Like you can't do it all period. Like you cannot do it all. And I think it's really important to recognize like, okay, I know that I can't do it all. I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm requiring too much of myself. Obviously have high expectations, but don't burn yourself out. And so maybe you pick like three tasks in your morning that are super important to you and you do those three tasks, you know, and and it can even kind of be like, um, a conveyor belt to some degree, like your feet hit the floor and you just hop on this, like, you know, metaphorical conveyor belt of your morning routine and you make your coffee and you sit and you do your journaling or you do your devotion. And then you go to go to the gym and like, it can be rigid and structured, but just kind of like, let yourself, I don't know, kind of like check in with yourself. Be like, do I really want to, you know, do this workout today? Do I really want to, um, you know, participate in this, this piece of my, of my morning routine? If you aren't really, um, uh, you know, just like make sure that you're like checking in with yourself, you know, and I think too, your morning routine can kind of flow into your work day. So maybe there's a podcast that you like to listen to, um, first thing in the morning, maybe you play that in your car. Maybe you like to go grab a cup of coffee on your way to work. Maybe you kind of work that in your morning routine or, you know, play your favorite song. And then when you get into the office, maybe you have have like an at your desk part of the routine. Maybe you sit down and like, you know, you make a little checklist for the day where you check your email. So like, you know, just because you're headed into the office, it doesn't mean that your morning routine has to stop necessarily because it's still technically the morning until 12. So 
I think that's great. I mean, like I do that a little bit because I'm like, I have to have my schedule be a little set. Otherwise I'll just like lollyag all day and get nothing done. And so, yeah, I like get up, walk, like have to take my thyroid medication, take my dog on a walk, come back, sit and have breakfast, chill out, have my matcha. Then I go into the office and I have a podcast I love on Monday mornings, especially if I get a little like that Monday anxiety and I'm like, every Monday, it's a new one. And I just like hit play. And so, yeah, I think it's like, it can be flexible. It can just be whatever makes you feel good. But I do think having routine is important. I Absolutely. think yeah. that like my life feels like chaos when I don't have at least a little bit of a morning routine. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like this big ordeal, you know, like y- you kind of like fall into your own habits that work for you. And then, it, it, you know, as I'm, as I'm talking about my morning routine, someone who maybe theirs doesn't look remotely similar to mine in the slightest, they might be like, holy shit, her morning routine sounds really over- overwhelming. But for me, this has been like the most simple morning routine thus far. And it just, it's nice to have a couple habits that, you know, are kind of going to ground you you know, like this is the start of my day. This is how things are going to go. I can set myself up for success and not feel overwhelmed because I'm like grounded in my routine, you know? I think that that is like the perfect place to start to like wrap up. And so I love to ask at the end of the podcast, what is something you're really excited about right now? And, you know, can you tell us a little bit about it? Okay. Something I kind of alluded to it a little bit. Um, It's going to get like officially announced really, really soon, but I have an opportunity to participate in a really, really cool writing project. Um, And that's kind of all I can say now. And I hate to be the person that's like, I can't say much, but I, you know, it'll get announced soon. Um, It's definitely been one of those things that I think is going to be like a defining, uh, defining piece of my, of my career. And I'm, it's been a dream of mine for a really long time and I'm really, really excited about it. Yay. That's so exciting. Well, I can't wait till it's like out and then we can like share about it and like post your podcast episode. Okay. So if you had to give anyone one tip who doesn't have a morning routine now, what's your one tip? If they're just like ending the podcast and they're like, oh, I'm a little confused. I don't quite get it. So my one tip would probably just be like, wake up at a consistent time every day. You know, don't, 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 I mean, you're going to wake up anyway. So might as well just like have your sleep schedule set, right? You know? Um, and then you can start to get into like the nitty gritty stuff that you like to do. Like don't, don't add on all this extra bonus stuff. Just start with like plain and simple, literally waking up. Maybe it's seven, maybe it's five. If that works for you, maybe it's nine. I don't know what time you need to wake up every day. probably depends on your night routine, your job, et cetera. But yeah, just set your alarm at a consistent time try to get like eight to nine hours worth of sleep and then kind of build off of that. Amazing. Yeah. I think that was where mine started. Like I have an aura ring and it like was telling me like bedtime and time to wake up. And like, now I actually don't even have to set an alarm, which is really nice because my body's just gotten in that like clock rhythm. Yeah. That's the best when your body just kind of knows like, okay, it's time to wake up. Waking up without an alarm is like the most, it's just the best feeling ever. It really is. Okay. Where can everybody find you? Where can they connect with you? We're going to of course link our podcast episode that we did together on your podcast, but Instagram, website, all the things. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Lily Rayco, L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W. You can also find the podcast Instagram at 8020pod. I have a website that has like a couple different eBooks and guides and stuff like that. That is just lilyrayco.com. And that's kind of it for now. Yeah. Yay. And then we'll keep you posted on this exciting writing project as it comes out. 
I'm super pumped about it. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us. And thank you to all of our listeners for listening. Um, you know, feel free to email us, DM us on Instagram and like, let us know what your morning routine is. Cause I'd love to add some of those in the show notes to some of the listeners routines too. So everybody have a good day and we'll see you next week.